You know, I think sometimes we buy into this lie that as a woman, as a mom, we are supposed to be superwoman. We are supposed to be super mom. And if we're not, then we're failing. And I just do not subscribe. I just do not subscribe. Do I think that you can have it all? Absolutely. Do I think you can do it all? Hell no. What's up, you guys? I'm Tracy Jones, and this is the Energy Academy. I feel so passionately about women, especially mothers, living life as their strongest, most vibrant, most grounded, most energetic self. That's what we do on this show. We talk about everything surrounding our physical, mental, and emotional energy. How can we create and manage our energy? What would my life look like if I was my most vibrant self? How would that affect the people that I love? Can I really be that girl? How are simple choices like what I'm gonna wear tomorrow affecting my mental energy? This is a place where we question everything. This is a place where we create change. This is the Energy Academy. Asking for help. You know, it is one of those things that I think as women, we get really caught up on sometimes. Like, why do we feel like we should not ask for help? Can we, like, why do we feel like that sometimes? Why do we apologize for asking for help? Why do we feel bad asking for help? Why do we feel inadequate when we ask for help? I just, and listen, I am guilty of all of the above. (laughs) Like I'm not coming on here to talk to you guys about this. We are talking about this together because I am guilty of all of the above. And it's interesting, you know, because if we really zoom out and look at the way civilization worked a really long time ago, you know, like if we go way, way back to kind of the roots of humanity. Everything was incredibly tribal. And, you know, the men were out hunting, gathering things like that and bringing home food for the families, for the tribe. And the women were home with the children, um, raising them in a very like community type style. Now, listen, I'm not saying we need to all move out into the woods and be like barefoot and have feral children running around. Um, I mean, it doesn't sound horrible, but <laughs> but I'm not saying that's what it needs to look like. But what I am saying is that I think as we have grown further and further away from that and we have become more and more modernized and um, women have become more and more um, independent, you know, things have just changed so much. I think that sense of community, that like tribal sense, that ease of asking for help 
has just gone away. And I think so many of us have bought into this lie of like, if I, I should be able to do it all. I should be able to be a wife, be a mom, be a friend, have a hobby, have a career, be successful in all of those things. Um, exercise, stay in shape, work on my mental health, meditate, um, be at all my kids' functions, make all the lunches, keep my house in order. Like I just think that we have um, put a lot of pressure on ourselves in a lot of areas. So I think one of the things that we have to look at is um, what what season of life are we in? What what do things look like right now for me individually? Am I in a season right now where I could really use some help with some other some things, okay? You know, in one of my other podcast episodes, I talk about buying your balance. And I totally believe in that. I think there are areas, ways, things where you've got to buy your balance. And what I mean by that is maybe you're in a season of life where things are crazy. You have small children at home um, or kids that are, you know, older and super heavily involved and, and things are just busy, right? Like your time is very full. Your week is very full. Your schedule is very full. And you find yourself constantly needing to fold laundry, constantly needing to clean the house. Like maybe you're in a season right now where we give up the Starbucks and the other like foo-foo, willy-nilly expenses that we have. And we are allotting that part of our budget towards a housekeeper for a while because you need help in that area. Or heck, maybe that's just something that you do not like doing by your balance. Pay someone else to do it, to get it off of your task list, to free yourself up. Because if you constantly feel like you are behind, you can't keep up or whatever, gosh, you guys, that's so draining. And my gosh, this is 2023. Like we are, we should be so past this. There are so many people out there who would love for you to pay them to clean your house to come fold your laundry, whatever. And think about it like this. If you get hung up on that, like, oh, I shouldn't be spending money on that. Okay, first of all, that like, we gotta do some some work there because if it's something that is holding you back, draining you, you know, whatever, why, why would you not spend some money there to get some help? And also, like you're employing someone. I think that's fantastic. You are employing someone. When we lived at our old house, we've been living out at our ranch for almost a year now, and we live out in the middle of nowhere. So um, I do not have a housekeeper. But when we lived at our old house where we were like in the city, I had a housekeeper for, I'm trying to think how many years, eight years I had a housekeeper. And it was fantastic. I loved writing that check every month. (laughs) I loved it. Because listen, Landon and I, like very busy people, a lot going on. It's really nice to come home to a house that has been cleaned. The laundry has been folded and put put away. And it's not like I'm already coming home 
you know, maybe a little bit tired because I've been busy going, you know, doing things, whatever, I would rather come home and spend that time with my family than spend that time, you know, cleaning the house and folding the laundry and whatever. Now, our living situation is a lot different now because we're way out in the boondocks. And so I I don't have that now. We also are currently living in our tiny house um, until we build a home. So it just like it takes Landon and I like no time to clean up whatever. We also, because of space, don't have nearly as many like clothes in the house. And if you are listening to this as I'm launching it, then this is in July of 2023. And if you follow me on Instagram, you know that I literally wear the exact same outfit every single day because it is summertime in Texas and it is a hundred, yesterday it was 109 degrees at my house. So I literally wear the same tank top and the same pair of shorts every single day, different colors. I have six different sets. They're all different colors. I just mix them and match them. So I wear the exact same thing every day. Landon basically wears the same thing every single day. He has a certain pair of these like Wrangler pants that he wears. He has every color. And then he wears like long sleeve, like fishing shirt. Cause we're outside, you know, sweating, working all the time. So it makes no sense for us to have a bunch of, you know, we have a, a couple of like, we have a few like cutesy tootsie little outfits or whatever that, you know, if we're going to go to town or we're going to go out on a date or whatever, we have stuff like that. But for the most part, like it's, we keep it very systemized, very simple, it is honestly an energy management system that I have that um, is in my online course. But anyway, all that to be said, you know, we're in a very different situation now where it takes us absolutely no time to clean and do laundry because there's just not that much of it right now. Once we get a home built, that will probably change. Um, and prior to this, when we lived, you know, in the city, in our home, you know, where we had a lot more square footage and um, just a lot more stuff moving around in the house, you know, because there was a lot more space. We had a housekeeper for eight years. I am not ashamed to say that. She came twice a month for eight years and I loved her. I took great care of her because she took great care of me. It was a place where I was not afraid to ask for help. But, you know, I think as women, we even get caught up on way smaller things, right? That should not, we should not get caught up, you know, asking for help on these way smaller things, but I think we do sometimes. I mean, I know several people, women in my life, you guys, who just will not ask for help or will not accept help if you offer it to them. Um, And it it is mind-blowing to me. I mean, I, I, I personally know some people where, like I have personally offered to help out with some things and um, no, 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 I could never let you do that. And I'm like, but why? Like you're, you're struggling. So why will you not let me help you? And I, I don't know if it comes down to pride. Maybe it's a pride issue of no, I got it. I can do it all. I'm strong enough to do it by myself where I just don't think there's anything wrong with letting someone help you when either you're struggling or, or maybe you are doing something, involved in something that you're not super familiar with and you need help. A great example for that of that for me would be with Peyton and barrel racing. 
Because listen, I did not grow up around horses. I did, I for sure did not grow up barrel racing. I mean, my whole my dream, my whole entire life was to have a horse. Like my whole entire life, every time it was appropriate to me for me to ask for any kind of gift. Okay, so any holiday that it's appropriate or customary for you to ask for a gift, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's, like whatever. <laughs> I was asking for a horse every single freaking time. Now, I grew up playing super competitive team sports, and we lived kind of like out in like rural Texas, but we didn't have enough land to have a horse like at our house, okay? So that was just not ever really an option for me, but it was something I wanted my whole entire life. Well, Landon for sure did not grow up around horses at all, at all, at all. And then, um, you know, we give birth to this child that comes out of the womb basically wanting to barrel race. And I knew nothing. I mean, when we very first got started with with that, like I didn't even know how to saddle a horse. I didn't know what a bit was. I didn't like I didn't know any of that stuff. So, you know, obviously we had to get help with some of, with some of that. You know, we started she started riding lessons when she was four because I was way in over my head with something like that. Now, if she had chosen a sport like golf or basketball, I would have personally coached her 100% because I'm super familiar with that kind of stuff. But then even then, as she has progressed in barrel racing and she has gotten better and her goals and her aspirations have gotten bigger, I've had to enlist even more help. Now, thank God, I have some incredible people in my life I have a best friend who is the most qualified person on the freaking planet to help my child with barrel racing. And I default to her all the time, every day. What should I do about this? Where should I go for this? How do you think I should handle this? I mean, it is constant all the time, me asking for help because I'm not, now, am I learning like crazy? Absolutely. Am I getting way better? Absolutely. Am I still in a position where, I need a lot of help. Yes. And that is okay. That doesn't make me like less of a mom because my kid got involved in a sport that I never competed in, never knew anything about. And I had to ask for help. That doesn't mean I'm not a good mom for not knowing, not just like inherently knowing anything and everything about this sport that she wants to be heavily involved in. Right? Ask for help, you guys. And like, let's break it down to something super, super simple. Maybe you are in a season right now where you have really small kids and um, you have, let's say you have a really great friend or maybe you have some family that you're super close to, that you trust, that lives close to you. And like, let's just say you just need to run some errands. Like you've got to go to the grocery store. You've got to g- g- run here, run there. You have an appointment for this or whatever. And you've got these super small kids and you've got this super great mother-in-law that lives right down the road or something, why why not say, hey, especially when they've offered, when they have offered to help so many times, why not say, hey, you know what? You've offered to help so many times. I do have something that I could really use some help with next week. I need to go on Wednesday to do blah, 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 blah. Could the kids stay with you for a couple hours while I go do those things so that you can A, get it done faster and more efficiently and B, not lose your mind doing it. Like, because, you know, let's face it, when you're doing that kind of stuff, getting kids in and out of the car and it just takes longer, it's harder, you got to have snacks, like you got to prepare a lot more. 
you know, why not ask for help with something like that where you can go and get it done and in all honesty, the person that you asked to help you and watch your kids would probably be thrilled to do it. They probably love your kids. If they, let me tell you something, they would not offer to help you out and watch these children for you if they didn't really want to do it and didn't really love your kids. Now, obviously, you know, these have to be people that you have a great relationship with and you trust with your kids and stuff like that. But like, if they've offered that, listen, they're not going to offer that if they, they don't mean it. I mean, there's plenty of people that I know that I would never offer to help with their kids (laughs) because I'm like, nope, I'm not dealing with that. But there's a lot of people that, um, I do know that I have offered to help. And a great example for that would be, I um, saw a post from a fellow, you know, somebody in the barrel racing world not that long ago who was talking about really wanting to get back into barrel racing, but really kind of struggling with it as a mom. And, you know, I just don't really, she was just kind of say. I think she was just trying to like get her thoughts out and she posted it on Facebook. Just, you know, I not really knowing how can I go do this now with a small child, I don't want to give up that part of myself that I've, I've always been a barrel racer. I've always loved barrel racing. I don't want to give that part of myself up and lose that part of myself because I'm a mom now, but I don't really know how to, how to, how to go to a barrel race with the small child that I have now. I don't know how to do that. And I literally commented on the post and said, Hey, if we're ever at a race with you, like the same, same race, and you need somebody to hold that baby while you make a run, please find me. I will hold your baby so that you can make a run. Like, I don't mind that at all. And you guys, I was so proud of her. She called me a week later. This has been a little while back, but a week later she called me and said, or text me or whatever and said, Hey, I really would like to come to this barrel race. Are you guys going to be there? And I said, yeah, we're going to be there. And she said, would you mind holding my baby just so I can make a run? I said, I would love to. And I was so proud of her that I offered that help and she took it. Because, you know, I think it's so important, especially as a new mom, to still have those things that are you, you know, because it's so easy to, as a, as a new mom, to kind of lose yourself and forget your hobbies and just kind of forget about who you were and what you loved before this precious little baby came into your life. Um, and I think it's so important to still have those things where, you know, you're not mommy, you're still you. And if you need a little help to do those kind of things, then okay. If you need somebody to watch your kids a couple times a week so that you can get a workout in as a, as a young mom, okay, by all means, figure it out, you know, like ask for help. You know, if your mental state is at stake here, ask for help. It's okay. You know, if you need a little extra, just a a little extra help, there's nothing wrong with that. It doesn't make you less of a person. And then, you know, another super easy way that you can ask for help or create help in your life, I guess, is utilize, like, it, it is crazy to me how many, um, like convenience things we have in place now in the world that we live in. Like it, it really is crazy to me. Like take as many things off of your plate as you can with systems. So like grocery pickup, 
every single time because you know what you can do? Order your groceries the night before, before you go to bed. And then all you have to do is swing through there and pick them up. You don't have to like, you don't have to worry about it. You know, like we don't ever shop for, um, you know, like those things that you got to have them, but like going shopping for them is such a pain in the rear, like paper towels, toilet paper, trash bags, like all that kind of stuff. Y'all put it on order with Amazon where it just shows up when you need it and you don't even have to think about it. Like that's a way that you can get some help. Like, and that kind of goes into buying your balance a little bit, but same kind of concept, but there's just so many ways that we can make things so super easy. For those of you that live in areas where you can use things like Instacart or the, um, I'm forgetting what the Amazon grocery thing is called, Prime something. We used to be able to do it in our old house. We cannot do any of that stuff where we live now. We don't, (laughs) Instacart, I've tried to Instacart so many times, you guys, and I get to like the little checkout part where I have to put in our address and I put in our address and the little thing is like, uh, no, we're not coming there. And I'm like, dang it. But, you know, use Instacart. At our old house, when we had, we had access to everything. Instacart, um, gosh, what is the Amazon grocery thing called? It's something prime. Um, And I would even do stuff like on Saturday night, if I knew we were going to be home Sunday morning and Landon and I wanted to cook like a, you know, like a big fun breakfast or whatever, I would Instacart, you know, just what we needed for a Sunday morning breakfast to where it would be literally waiting on our porch for us when we woke up on Sunday morning and all we had to do is bring it inside and cook the, make the meal. Like I don't even, I think it's even a good idea sometimes to use things like Landon and I went through a long time where we used, um, HelloFresh. We also used Blue Apron for a long time where we would have those meals, um, you know, laid out for us. The groceries were there for us. The recipe, the instructions, everything, like literally all we had to do was open the dang box and cook it because we still wanted to be cooking together. Like we wanted, and we wanted Peyton to see us cooking, but like we were just in a season where we were very, very busy. And this was kind of before like grocery pickup was really a thing. So we had it delivered to our door, you know, find those things where you can create help for yourself. Um, and systemize as many things as possible. I cannot stress to you enough how important those little systems are. Okay, now here's the other thing. Ask for help with inside the walls of your own home. If your kids are older and they can, they are capable of, you know, helping out around the house a little bit more and listen, Oh man, this is just me being really, really honest. I can get a little like ah, about that because I am a little bit particular. Like I like things to be done. I'm very much the personality type of I'm going to do it myself because I can, I'll do it the way I want it done and I'll probably do it faster than you. That's very much my personality type. I am a, like if you look at the DISC chart of personalities, I am a D off the chart, very dominant personality type. Landon is also a very dominant personality type. So sometimes he and I butt heads in that regard. But where I've had to really do a lot of just like self-work is backing that down a little bit and giving some jobs and tasks to Peyton and releasing control of those things that she's probably not going to do it exactly how I would do it. She's probably not going to do it as fast as I would do it. But by God, if I do not 
put that responsibility on her. She's never going to learn how to do it. And then she's going to go out into the world as a young adult who doesn't know how to do anything because I did everything for her because I was a control freak. Like we cannot do that to our kids. So she's old enough now where she has quite a bit of responsibility. Um, And does she always do it the way I want it done? No. Does she always do it as fast as I want it done? No. Does it take a lot for me to just bite my tongue and just back off and let her do it? Absolutely. But I think that I'm really, by doing those things with her and putting that responsibility on her, I think that I am preparing her and I want her to go into the world prepared, you know, and a great example for that would be like, she know, like with laundry, she does not have a laundry hamper in her room that we don't do that because then that's a really good way that laundry piles up. If you have a laundry, if you have laundry hampers like in your room or in your kids' rooms, eliminate those because that's, I think that's a super way, easy way that laundry like stacks up and gets away from you. So the rule in our house is if the washing machine lid is open, then you put whatever dirty clothes you have in the washing machine because that means it's ready for the next load. So if it's open, the clothes go in the laundry. If it's closed or it's running, then the clothes go in the hamper beside the washing machine because they're gonna go in the next load. That is the rule. So like if she leaves laundry in her room, it does not get washed. I'm not gonna get it for her. I'm not bringing it downstairs to wash for her. I'm not even going to say anything to her about it because that is not the rule. So just stuff like that where she's helping out with her own laundry. She knows how to start the washing machine. She knows how to get stuff in the dryer, you know, things like that. Um, Feeding the horses. You know, she's big enough now that she can go to the barn and feed the horses by herself. Do I always like keep an eye on it? Yep. Do I usually end up watching or walking over there to check on things? Yep, but she can pretty much do that stuff on her own. Now, and here's what's hilarious. Does she feed them in the same order that I feed them? No. Do I think my way is more efficient? (laughs) Yes. Does she get the job done? Yes. So let her do it. And that's, you know, and usually what we do is usually she goes and feeds in the morning and I feed at night is usually kind of how we break it up. Because like right now in the summertime, we're feeding kind of later at night because it's just so hot, right? So usually by the time I'm going to feed them at night, she's getting in the shower. So like I'll go feed, she's in the shower. And then um, that's kind of how that works. But in the morning, she usually goes and feeds by herself. That's something that's off of my plate. You know, she's old enough that she can handle that. She can help with that. She feeds our dogs. That's her responsibility. So ask for help, you know, from your kids if they're old enough within the walls of your own home. And honestly, you guys, I think that our kids, we don't give them nearly enough credit. We can put a lot more responsibility on them at a much younger age than I feel like we think we can. So, you know, involve them, enroll them. You're teaching them. They're learning personal responsibility. I'll tell you another thing that I do with Peyton that is, I think, really helpful, giving her a lot of her personal responsibility and whatever. Like I do not schedule her barrel racing like practices or lessons or anything like that. I don't schedule any of that. She schedules those things. So 
I think I've talked about this on a podcast episode before, but she, or maybe I've only talked about it on Instagram, but her face unlocks my phone. If you did not know that with an iPhone, you can set multiple faces to unlock your phone. So her face unlocks my phone. And honestly, in the beginning, I did that for safety because we don't have a landline. We're out here in the middle of freaking BFE. And if something, God forbid, were to happen, she has to, she needs to be able to get in my phone so she can call for help. Cause like, we're not like where she can go to the neighbor's house and get help. Like that is way too far away. If something, you know, crazy were to happen. Well, as things have progressed and advanced, now I'm glad her face unlocks my phone because she schedules all of her own barrel racing, like practices and lessons. I don't schedule any of that stuff for her. And I tell her all the time, I'm like, Hey, don't forget, you need to be on that. And I'll tell her kind of, this is what we have going on this week. So these are your options of when you can schedule your practices for. I'm fine with any of them. Let me know when you get it scheduled for, and I'll put it in the calendar. And then that's on her. And truly you guys, if she forgets or she doesn't schedule it, then she doesn't, then that's sorry, too bad. Like that's not my job. I'm not the one racing the horses. Will I drive you to Timbuktu to race your horses? Absolutely. Are you going to have some personal responsibility about getting this all figured out? Absolutely. So, you know, ask ask your kids to step up to the plate with certain things like that. Landon and I have talked about this in an episode before, but like, so I'm not going to super get into it right now. But with your spouse, that should be, you know, a relationship is 100-100, right? He has to be giving 100%. You have to be giving 100%. But like as far as household chores and things that need to be get, that need to get done, like in my personal opinion and in Landon's too, and you can go back and listen to the episode that he did with me about this, like those things, like we don't really have like, I do the laundry, he does the dishes or, or what I see a lot of people do is, mom or wife does the laundry, does the dishes, does the cleaning, does the cooking, does the grocery shop, da, 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 da. We do not function like that. We just, whatever needs to get done, whoever can get to it first does it. Like I don't have specific jobs and he doesn't have specific jobs with household items. And he, he even said this in the podcast episode that we did together. Like if you're still living in that world where you know, the man is at work and bringing home the bacon. So the woman's at home cooking and cleaning. Like that is so, we are so past that, you guys. So get involved, get your, you know, like split those tasks to where they just get done. And in my personal opinion, for household items, you shouldn't be asking your spouse for help. They live there too. Just like your husband isn't babysitting your kids. We, th- th- I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole right now, but that is a hot button for me when like, if you, you know, when you hear a woman say like, oh my gosh, it's such, see, I can't even talk right now. It's such a hot button for me, but you invite a friend to do something. Well, let me see if, you know, so my husband can babysit the kid. Girl, those are his children. He's not babysitting them. He's parenting. Oh my gosh. That gets, that gets me very riled up. So we're not going to go there. But you know, as far as like household things go, you're, you and your spouse should be involved in those things together. And listen, there are days where, you know, I'm doing a lot more of the things inside the house, but he's doing a lot more of the things outside the house, you know? And I try to always keep that in perspective. Like if I have to do 
85,000 things in the house today. It's probably because he was doing 85,000 things outside that I really don't want to go do. So I'm really grateful that he went and did, <laughs> he went and did all those things. So I'm happy. And then rolls over like last night he did the dishes while I took a shower, you know, like just get it done and make sure that you're not having to do everything alone. That should be very equally yoked, I guess is what I'm saying. But as far as asking for help, just like zoom out and look at the bigger picture, you guys. And if you, if you need to, you know, ask a friend or family member to, you know, watch your kids for two hours so you can go run a couple errands or get a workout in because you need it. Like there's, that doesn't make you less of a woman. It doesn't make you less of a mom. It's okay. You know, back in the, back in the day, that's how things were done. It was very tribal, very community, you know, very, I'll do this while you do that kind of thing. And I just think that, um, as the world has modernized and we've gotten further and further away from that, we've gotten further and further away from just being willing to let someone help us. And you know what? Sometimes we just need a little help and there's nothing wrong with it. Sometimes you do need so-and-so friend to pick up your kids from school and get them to that such and such baseball practice or whatever that your kid is also on the same team as her kid and you've got a lot going on today. So it would be very helpful for her to pick your kid up from school and get him to baseball practice and then you meet them there. It would be very helpful for your kids to carpool. It would be very helpful. You get what I'm saying? And it doesn't make you less of a woman. It doesn't make you less of a mom that little Johnny rode to baseball practice with little Timmy's mom instead of you. Trust me, I've said this so many times before. Your kids don't think you're a great mom because you drove them to baseball practice. Your kids think you're a great mom because you're secure and stable, emotionally and mentally healthy, physically able to keep up with them and present with them. They think you're a great mom because they get the best of you, not the rest of you. So ask for help when you need it and don't be ashamed. There's nothing wrong with it. They might make, they're going to make some great memories along the way, you know, staying with grandma while you run and go do this or that, or, you know, riding to baseball practice when so, with so-and-so's mom. And then, you know what? So-and-so's kids are going to make some, some great memories with you and your kids while you're helping her out. And what a beautiful thing. What a beautiful thing. So don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to buy your balance. You know, if you need a housekeeper right now, you need a person to come fold your laundry. You need to pay a laundry service. Oh, that was another really cool service we had at our old house was we had a dry cleaning service where we could leave our clothes on our front porch and in a bag and they would come and get them and wash them and, you know, hang them up and all that stuff and then come back and hang them on our front porch and we never had to touch it. And it was fantastic. Buy your balance in places that you need to buy your balance in whatever season of life, whatever that looks like for you right now, whatever season of life you're in. So I just wanted to encourage you with that. And, um, I hope you guys are having a great week. Um, I appreciate you listening to the podcast, sharing it. If you love this episode, screenshot it, share it, tag me on Instagram so that I can see that you shared it. I'll be sure to, to thank you. And, um, I appreciate you guys so much. If you're excited for the Energy Academy online course, you can go to energyacademycourse.com and you can sign up for my email list. There's lots of details coming out there 
um, right now, like if you're listening to this live or not live, but you know, at the time that I'm posting it, there's lots of details coming out there in the email list. I'm very excited about. So, um, if you're listening to this later then the course is probably already out in the world and you ought to go check it out. So appreciate you guys. Thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you in the next one. Thanks so much for joining me here at the Energy Academy. You can find me over on Instagram at tracy.w.jones. We'll catch you in the next episode.